0: Welcome to Christ's Covenant Chapel Podcast with Rev. Kingsley Ayesu. We are a Bible-believing church with the sole purpose of positively impacting our generation. We are elated that you joined us. Wherever you're connecting from, we believe your life will not be the same. Now, let's tune in to today's life-changing message. Hello, friends. What a joy to be with you. Thanks for meeting here once again and allowing me into your space while we do life together. I hope you are being blessed by the content we share on this platform. Today, I want to admonish you to expect a miracle. Expect a miracle. The psalmist said in Psalm 72 and the 18th verse, That blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. Oh, let me read that again. Blessed be the Lord God, the God of Israel, who only does wondrous things. Wow. In this text, the psalmist gives us a revelation about God. He tells us God only does wondrous things. He alone does miraculous things. The dictionary defines a miracle as a surprising and welcome event that is not explicable by natural or scientific laws and is therefore considered to be the work of a divine agency. It is a highly improbable or extraordinary event, development, or accomplishment that brings very desirable outcomes. God alone works miracles. Wherever there is a miracle, there is God. And wherever there is God, there is a miracle. No creature can invert or suspend the cause of laws of nature except God. So when you see a miracle, it is the work of Almighty God. God is a miracle-working God. He took Joseph from prison and made him a prime minister of the greatest nation at that time. When Joseph's fortunes were restored, he said to his brothers, you meant evil against me. Joseph made this profound statement to his brothers using a Hebrew word that traces its meaning to weave or plate. He was saying, You wove evil against me, but God rewove it together for good. God, the master weaver, He stretches the yarn and intertwines the colors. He wove the panes with the pleasures, nothing escapes his reach, Satan weaves, God reweaves, and God is the master builder. Expect a miracle. God is a master weaver, a miracle worker. He redeemed the story of Joseph. Let me ask you a question. Can't he redeem your story as well? you will get through this no matter what you're going through no matter what you're dealing with right now i came to let you know you will get through this there are times when you fear you will not get through the storm we all do we fear that that depression will never lift that the yelling will never stop that the pain will never leave we fear that that child will never turn his or her life around. It is not what you go through that hurts. It is what you allow to go through you that destroys you. You will get through this. It won't be painless and it won't be quick. But God will use this mess for good. Don't you despair? With God's help, you will get through this. Like Joseph, expect a miracle. God does miracles still. So, why don't we see more of them today? Why are you not experiencing a miracle when you are so desperate for one? Those are really good questions. Important questions, I must say. Throughout my years of studying the Bible and interacting with people in ministry, I have discovered something. It is no coincidence that certain people do not receive the miracles they hope for, and certain people do. Some people lack faith for miracles. Other people have faith for miracles. Some people believe God can. Other people believe God will. This is part of it but not all of it. It turns out that people who receive miracles don't just receive miracles. They position themselves to receive miracles. Your problem is not your problem and God is definitely not your problem. God is still God and he still does miracles. You just need to know how to position yourself to receive one. So, here are a few keys to help us receive a miracle. Number one, expect a miracle. It may sound very simplistic, but expect a miracle. The atmosphere of expectation is the breeding grounds for unprecedented miracles. Expect a miracle. Number two, know God. Know God. Majority of people who receive miracles from God, they know him. They know him to be good. They know him to be a miracle worker. So in very extreme difficulties, they don't go by the way they feel or what they are seeing, but by what they know. They know God, that he is a miracle worker. When you have already decided that you can trust God, you are able to give him the benefit of the doubt when you have doubts. So, if you are going to receive a miracle from God, we need to know one fact. God loves us. In John 11, there is a story of Lazarus falling sick and dying. Lazarus' sisters, Mary and Martha, sent word to Jesus saying, Lord, behold, the one who you love is sick. Wait a second. Wait a second. They didn't even bother letting Jesus know how much Lazarus loved him. Nope. This is the first secret to the miracle they needed. They focused on how much Jesus loved Lazarus. Lazarus, your miracle starts with your absolute certainty that Jesus loves you. Oftentimes, we feel like we have to love God more in order to get what we want. But that is not how God operates. His love for you is the why behind his power. He will perform miracles in your life because he loves you. Number three, have faith in God. Miracles happen in an atmosphere of faith. Again, in John 11 and the 39th verse, Jesus says, take away the stone. But Lord, said Martha, the sister of the dead man, by this time he has been there four days. Then Jesus said, did I not tell you that if you believe, you will see the glory of God? If you believe, you will see. Let me say that again, ladies and gentlemen. If you believe, you will see what you believe. Faith works miracles. In other words, miracles happen in an atmosphere of faith. When you believe, you will see. Number four an attitude of gratitude. The fourth secret to a miracle is gratitude. Gratitude is a small thing that can benefit you in a big way. So many stressful things happen in everyday life, whether family conflicts, financial concerns, or health problems. However, thinking about everything you have to be grateful for from the friends and family in your life, to the clothes on your back, to the food on your table, can help put those challenges in perspective. Unfortunately, in this sin-sick world, gratitude is rare. We have so much for which to be grateful, and yet how easy it is to slide into ingratitude. In verses 41 to 42 of John 11, Bible says, So they took away the stone. Then Jesus looked up and said, Father, I thank you that you have heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I said this for the benefit of the people standing here, that they may believe that you sent me. Ladies and gentlemen, you see how Jesus didn't say, Father, help me, or Father, give me the power, or Father, will you come through? When Jesus said those powerful words, Father, I thank you, he was expressing the highest form of faith. The secret to that faith was his gratitude. In John 11, 43 and 44, Bible said, when he had said thus, Jesus called In a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. Lazarus came out, his hands and feet wrapped with stripes of of, of linen and a cloth around his face. Jesus said to them, Take off the grave clothes and let him go. Jesus already knew God would raise Lazarus from the dead. He knew that God would answer his prayer because he knew God was always listening. And that is why he was thankful. Gratitude is the gateway to miracles. In fact, it is the gateway to God's will for our lives, to a life of happiness, a life of purpose, and a life of joy. So, do you need a miracle in your life? Remember the truths I have shared with you today. Number one, expect a miracle expect a miracle number two know God be assured of his love for you he loves you without conditions number three have faith in God believe you will see before you see number four be grateful have a grateful heart give thanks for what you need before you see it God wants to work miracles in your life because he loves you. He only works wondrous things and he does it by faith, which is most fully expressed in our gratitude for what God has promised before we ever see it. Expect a miracle. As I wrap up this week, I want to indulge you for a moment. If you have not accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior, please say this this short prayer with me. Dear Lord Jesus, I know that I am a sinner and I ask you for forgiveness. I believe you died for my sins and rose from the dead. I turn from my sins and invite you to come into my heart and life. I want to trust and follow you as my Lord and Savior. Amen. Now, if you said that prayer, if you said that prayer, I want to welcome you into the kingdom of God and into the family of believers. But please, find a Bible-believing church to attend. If you are in the Twin Cities of Minnesota, Come on in and join us at 5452 DuPont Avenue North in Brooklyn Center. And God will bless you. Until we meet again, keep on keeping on. I will see you at the top. For that is where you belong. Shalom. Thank you for connecting with us today. For more of this content, be sure to subscribe, share, and comment. Engage with us at Christ Covenant Chapel on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube. Join us same time next week on our next episode.